Hello, old friends, new friends, and soon-to-be friends. I am Katie, and this is the Compassionate Caregiver Podcast. This is your bonus episode I didn't think I would record for the Eric Erickson crises topic we've been talking about the last, uh, this will be the fifth week, I guess, the last five weeks. Uh, the first one was trust versus mistrust. That was from zero to 18 months. The second stage was autonomy versus shame and self-doubt. That was from 18 months to three years. Initiative versus guilt was three to five years old. Industry versus inferiority was five to 12 years old. And this one is identity versus role confusion from ages 12 to 18 years old. If you have not listened to the previous ones, please go back. They do scale on one another um, as they have to complete one crisis to move on to the next one. So uh, please start from trust versus mistrust and work your way forward in uh, age and come to this one then, identity versus role confusion for ages 12 to 18. So in this stage, oh boy, this stage is a tough one, isn't it? Children are developing a sense of self and identity. That's the goal of this stage. They are exploring personal values, beliefs, and goals. And gosh, is it a crazy emotional time. Just a, a note about this time, they are, children are growing in their emotional brain. It's growing twice as fast as their logical brain, which is why they have so many um, emotional swings and seem to not be able to logic through problem solving for things with their friends or things with you as their compassionate caregiver. And it is a stressful time to be loving these beautiful, wild little creatures. But we're doing it anyways because we're great. And uh, in this, you how do you help them? That is a great question. First, you have to understand the child is thinking these things. They're basically trying to answer these questions. How do I fit in and what roles will I play? Both romantically in like a person's life eventually do I want to be a family do I want to have a family do I want to be part of a family do I not how do I um where's my attraction what does how do I feel about my body what does this change in my body look like for me and how do I feel about it do I feel uncomfortable how do I learn to accept it so these are some of these powerful questions that kids are grappling with who am I what do I think feel want believe and uh, as you can imagine, the previous stages really play in, right? So even though they were achieved maybe 12 years ago, right? It is so important because they build on each other. They want to be able to trust. They want to have hope that people will show up for them. They want to trust that they can trust their own decision making, that they have a purpose, they have willpower, and they are competent. And that helps them to achieve this crisis too. Um, so we really, really want children to leave this, this crisis with the virtue of fidelity. So if they come out with a sense of identity, um, mostly identity and maybe a little bit of role confusion, cause that keeps them open-minded, they will have the virtue of fidelity and fidelity brings commitment to others, to tasks, to the ability to, to stick with something and accept other people, even if they have different uh, ideologies than we do it and it allows people to love people who are different than them and commit to being in their life being their friend being their family member their sister their brother their um, partner whoever it is that they end up being if you leave this with a sense of fidelity with this virtue you are able to do that because you know who you are you feel firm in your foundation 
in your identity and you can accept people who are different than you because you resolve this crisis, which I don't know about you. I paused there because I was like, man, is this the problem with our government system is that nobody has a real sense of identity or very few people do. And so we have to fight and we can't work together in many ways. I don't know. Uh, or, you know, not even our government system, but how we talk about our government system. Because so often we want to fight about it, right? As opposed to listen in confidence, in trust of ourself and our identity. And we, uh, we want to fight about it. So I wonder if that has something to do with this, this time period. I'm curious. Um, I don't know how I would research that, but it kind of makes me want to write a dissertation just for fun, though, because I don't want to pay for uh, <laughs> a doctorate degree. But you could pay for my doctorate degree if you want. Feel free to write in. That's fine. Um, so some things to watch out for in this phase is you really have to avoid pressuring a child who's going through this time to conform to any sense of identity that you want them to. Because if you do this, it's going to naturally create rebellion. You putting any kind of pressure on this child is going to naturally create a rebellion, which creates a negative identity as opposed to their actual identity. And it leads to um, unhappiness, right? Which can, it could also lead to an identity crisis, which can lead to experimentation, um, which experimentation in and of itself is not wrong, but it can be dangerous, especially if they're trying to resist control, right? So trying so hard at this stage as a, care, a compassionate caregiver, you really need to allow them space and time to, to really explore all these things, their beliefs, their values, their goals, what they want in life, and give them the time and space and individuality to do that. So if you do that, you will come out the other side with a, a young adult, really, who has this virtue of fidelity and is able to commit to things and people. And that's really, really wonderful. What a beautiful gift. And I feel like we all need to go home now and write a couple of papers, a couple of essays on our political system and uh, identity versus role confusion from Eric Erickson. So we can all work that out. Um, I know it's hard in these times to support children who are very different than you, and that's okay. It's okay that it's hard. I invite you to try to lean on the old go-to tactics that we've talked about here. Use humor. Use the phrase, tell me more. Seek to understand them before you seek to be understood by them. It will go a very long way in creating intimacy and availability between you guys as teammates, right? You're a team. So that is identity versus role confusion. If you want to, I highly recommend you check out the other ones, which I have to admit I'm less familiar with. Um, I know the next one is intimacy versus isolation, and that's 18 to 40. Some of them, um, one of them is uh, generativity versus despair, I think, which is like, that's like senior citizen is, are you going to keep learning and growing or are you going to just kind of trail off and be sad you know it's these are crises this is real stuff i think if you look into the rest of these crises you'll be really impressed and surprised that they really are applicable you'll see them everywhere 
And that ends this originally four, now five-week series on Eric Erickson's crises. I hope you have learned something or thought about something differently. And I know you have because you are a compassionate caregiver and you are open-minded. And I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you soon. Thank you.